When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I still love the fact that I can't even hear myself, but I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, if I'm talking, I don't have to hear myself, correct? Yeah. But you guys can hear me. Yes. We can hear you. And like I said, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna work with the fanta- fantastic Mike Weber about getting that solved for you by tomorrow. Well, and plus, in fact, I should probably uh, get, a, get a local engineer to come in at the same time because, you know, Hubbard has all these engineers. That, mm-hmm. That'd be a great idea and all the rest of it. But, um, yeah, so, well, as AJ pointed out, I'm a few thousand miles away because he came down to visit some family over the holidays. So we're going to stay a few extra days and see how that works and. So setting up a studio was not going to be easy. We knew that was not going to be an easy thing to do, but uh, nobody listened to me, of course. I made suggestions. <laughs> oh, Tom, we're not going to listen to you. See this? I was pointing this out earlier, Bob. You see that on my face right there? Can you see me? I could see something. <laughs> they had to test me for a little, uh, see if it was a melanoma, and it was not. So that's good. Yeah, I had this little bump on my face. They said, man, you better go have that check. So I did. They got in there with like a backhoe and dug it out, and it worked. It's not. It's non-cancer. You know. You know who I went to see? Who? Mike Eberts, Pat Eberts' twin brother. No. Nowhere near as big a pain in the ass as Pat is. Oh God, no! Did he say it was a facial goiter? Yes, I'm sure. Hey, Tom, you have a goiter. That's exactly it. So, Bob Sands of your sports is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. So, Sandy. Yes. The Gophers are going to embarrass us in a bowl this year because they suck more than they ever have as far. When are they going to let these guys go? Here's the great part about this. They're going to a bowl game. They have five wins. You should have to have six. Well, there were a few openings because there weren't enough <laughs> six-win teams, and they might have actually, maybe they would have gotten in, maybe they wouldn't if Colorado State hadn't given up a last-second field goal to Hawaii. Right. And the numbers, though, originally it was like there's uh, they needed one team. Well, it, and there were 81, but now it looks like a couple of others got in. Why would you want to go in? But first of all, they got in because of their right. APR. Their grade point average is what got them in. So that means they're smart enough to know how much they suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. But I still think that Peter Boyle and Jakinski or whatever the hell, BJ, what's his name? Yeah, PJ Fleck. Oh, it's PJ. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But anyway, those two out. Like pajamas. 
They yeah. are honestly the most overbearing two human beings. Well, the one guy, I was at a dinner one time, and he was there. He wouldn't even look at me. So he apparently is very touchy about me saying he, he's a horseshit at his job. See, so if somebody <laughs> said, you know what, Tom, you suck. I said, well, you should listen to somebody else then. That's what I always do. Right. You know, I got lots of friends in the business. Go listen to them. Right. And, Bob, I would love to get your take on this. Do you think that they should decline – the invite to the bowl game. Cause I feel like that would say more to the culture of the team. Like, yeah. Hey, we, when we set out our goals, we said we want to be bowl eligible, which means you have to get to six wins. We didn't get there. So we're going to decline and we're going to come back and be better next year. Well, yes, they should, but they won't because PJ will use this. Look at our academic average How You know, we have great kids. We recruit <laughs> smart kids. And then if they win the bowl game, which they probably will, because they play a suck team with six wins. They will treat it like they just won the national championship. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that'll be a huge deal. And here's what we need to find out. Is there a clause in this contract that triggers the another extension if he wins a bowl game or just goes to a bowl game? And oh. will he get a raise for going to a bowl game? <laughs> he probably will. He will never turn a bowl game down. That would be stunning to me. Bob, what were they, like five and seven, something like that? Five wins, yeah. And they mm -hmm. at the end of the season, they absolutely sucked. And they should have had four wins because I don't care what you say. That Iowa game, they lost it. That kid was not raising his hand for a right. fair catch. That's correct. So they no, really it like show it was like it was like this, wasn't it, Bobby? What like our Yeah, just put it yes, it was it was like it, it was sort of like that. Yeah, like that, exactly. AJ's doing it over it was, and over again. Yeah, it was almost like he was like paddling. He was like treading water almost, you know? Yeah. It did not get above his head like you're supposed to. Oh, my hand's broken. Not, it, not to be confused with the treading of water the team did the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and and it, it looked like AJ was churning butter. Yeah, but he was yeah. moving that arm. It's true. But, yeah, it, I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, the Vikings have never won a Super Bowl. We haven't won a national championship uh, since, what, 60 or 61. I know it was one of the two. I think it was 61. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a long time to not win a national championship. 62 years, that's a long time. Well, there's a lot of teams, in fairness, that have not won a national championship in that time. But how about at least getting into – they had a chance four weeks ago or whatever it was, they had a chance to win the West and lose to Michigan in the, uh, you know, the conference championship game. Right. But they just fell apart. They absolutely fell apart. The team is supposed to get better. All teams should be getting better. They got worse. And he is, you know what? They might as well just leave him there. Just stop giving them extensions and stop giving them more money because who wants this job? Yeah, there are people who yeah. want it, but no really good coach is going to want to come here knowing that the Pac-12 teams are coming oh. in. This is, I mean, it's a doomsday event when they come in yeah. for this yeah. program. Yeah, It'll always be a five to six win program. Yeah, it's not getting any easier when, like you're saying, UCLA, Oregon, USC, are all getting Washington. Washington. Those are all, you know, nationally ranked most of the time type teams. And yeah, this is Minnesota is going to be in for a long drought if they don't correct this in soon. Well, maybe they'll do what they did in uh, St. Cloud State. Eliminate the program. <laughs> That's a good point. Right. Can we relegate them down to Division Two or like FCS and see if they can have a run at it there? That's actually not a bad idea. Although they'd probably be the second best D3 team in the state. They wouldn't even be the best D3 team. The Johnnies would still be that. Uh, you know, and it's not just that. Look at the basketball team. What do they have? They've been getting like 3,000 people. It's yep. unbelievable. Didn't they just I mean, lose to like San Francisco or something yes. like that? 
this team, oh. this program, you got to start at the top, and I don't mean at the president. Mark Coyle does need to go. He's got to go. He's terrible. I mean, he's made bad decisions. The Lindsey Whalen decision was a bad yes, decision. Terrible. The the uh, you know hiring the basketball coach. He should have been an assistant under a veteran coach like Brian Dutcher. And then the, to keep extending Fleck, it makes no sense. No. The guy he is leading this team to ruination. I want so everybody goes to a Gopher basketball game, men's or women's. I want you to chant out Milton Boyle just to see if he responds. Milton Boyle, who's that? Milton. You don't know who Milton Berle is? Oh, one of the great comedians of all time. Oh, but I, I, like I said Boyle. I, guys, isn't this Peter Boyle? I did say Boyle. Milton Boyle. Oh, oh you guys okay. got a great sense of humor. No. Never mind. I wasn't sure if you were just trying to purposely get his name wrong. Or, yes, yeah, I there, was. There but was. then make a joke out of it as well. But, you know. No Tom, way. we all have brain goiters today. Well, I understand Locking after a four-day weekend that does happen. There's no question about that. But. Still hey, knocking that. By the way, I, thanks to you, I learned a crap load about the, uh, the the number of people in America who are Jews. As a matter of fact, in New York yes, City sir. alone, there are three times more Jews in New York City than in Jerusalem. Yes, that's correct. And uh, Palestine is the state of Palestine. Yeah, right, exactly. But do they actually have a do they actually have a like a state capital or any of that stuff or a country capital or whatever do you call it? Well, it appears they seem to think so. I guess. Look, I don't, I'm not in, the only, the only argument I have in this fight at all is just when you're around me, don't badmouth Jews. That's all I'm asking. Right. I don't know any people from Jerusalem. I'd like to meet some. That's why I did the research to find out there are only 97,000 people from Jerusalem in America anyway. So my only rule is you want to badmouth Jews, do it somewhere else. Just don't do it around me. I don't want to hear it. Did you, did you, because I didn't hear this part. If you did, did you talk about the hostage exchange? Uh, no, but we should, we, we should, because, uh, there are certain people that are making it out and some that still aren't. Well, here's, I mean, it's great that there are 13 people made it out. Yeah, absolutely. However, why is it that 39, uh, from the other side were traded for 13? How do you, yeah. where's the equity in that? And I'm also, if, if you look at social media and I don't, I got to put it this way. I, I don't see myself voting for Biden. I don't see myself voting for Trump. I'm not on either side here. But if you watch social media, my God, Biden, I mean, the people that are, because he's, his numbers are so bad, they're just talking about what a great job he's done and how wonderful. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's really, I loved it the other day when he said, when you, you need to stop to listen to stop to listen. What? Let's stop to listen. <laughs> Look, I, I'm right there shoulder to shoulder with you, Bob. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I really don't. Uh, I, I just know that I saw on television, it costs the average family, including poor families, this is my concern, $9,000 a year more than it did a couple of years ago. $9,000 a year per family. They can't afford that. There's no way they can no. survive on that. So what do we get? We have to, whoever going to want to step up and go, you know what? Why don't we protect from the bottom up and then we'll be good? What do you say? Well, bottom up, I mean, lowest income to the highest income. It's what's, what's I'm going to be interested, and I know you don't want to talk politics, but I'm curious no, to, to the dent Robert Kennedy puts into this race and who yeah. he winds up helping yep. and hurting. Because it depends on who you talk to. Oh, he's going to help Biden. Oh, he's going to help Trump. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. You know, one thing I got, and you guys don't have to you know, jump in on this, but I don't really have 
you know, I've been a Democrat in my life. I've been a Republican in my life. I didn't care for either one of them. I'm kind of stuck in the middle of the whole deal. And whoever you elect, I will go, okay, good. So they're doing what they do. And yeah, there was a prediction that they're going to drop the interest rates down again by a few few points, three or four times that, that, uh, next year. I certainly hope that's true. Uh, we need to help the people that need help. You know, we don't need to keep be sending billions of dollars to other places when we don't. People in our own streets are starving to death. How about that? That's actually it's a wonderful point because why don't, don't we take care of our own? Yeah, take care of your own. You know why? Because oh, I'm a big shot. Oh, I'm running the world. Who are you? You're running the world where you're doing a horseshit job. How about that? Not according to uh, social media. Hey, I got to ask you guys one question because I, I don't go on social media. I know nothing about it anymore. It's been 10 years since I was on social media. Why do we allow TikTok in this country? It's a Chinese run, right? It's Chinese run. And every story I ever see on TikTok is anti-American. Every day I'm one of them. Can an American come up with a version of TikTok? I would think so. Uh, Yeah, people send me these these videos from TikTok and all the rest of it. It's it's not not too pro-American if you ask me, but, you know, it's just me. Well, I suggest that Elon Musk come up with one, but he is the devil these days. Oh, is he? What'd he do? I'm not really sure, but he did things that upset a lot of people. <laughs> well, so have I, so I guess I'm just... Yeah. Uh, but I'm not worth $225 billion. That's my problem. No. I got I to gotta straighten that out. No, I, I just, you know, you do the best you can. I, but I really sincerely don't like to see that people who make, I, I don't know, 35, 45 grand a year, something like that. What's the national average is up? Isn't it up around mid-60s now, something like that? The median income? income? Median income, yes. It's somewhere around there. AJ's on it. Uh Uh-oh. So we'll have the answer tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) (laughs) What'd you find out? I I couldn't find too much concrete stuff. Um, There wasn't really, like, it's the uh, median income has gone up, but, like, against inflation, it's argued that it's, it's actually almost gone down comparatively it, it has yeah, yeah that is a fact but they don't have a median income anymore um here i'll let me give me, give me one more second. all that necessary it's got to be right around somewhere between 55 and seventy-five thousand. somewhere yeah, well, i don't think it's as high as 75 i found seventy-four thousand. that's the median yeah yeah medium income in 2022 is seventy-four thousand five hundred eighty. is wow. what i'm seeing yeah where did you see that uh statista which is and i see like... i see that same number on census.gov as yeah well. I, I hope that's true i hope that's true because then you take that nine thousand subtracted from the seventy four thousand you're down to sixty five thousand which is just eight thousand more than it was like 10 years ago because what yeah. the median income 10 years ago like fifty seven thousand something like that we'll go with that and by the way i trust <laughs> we'll go with because that. it sounds like an italian company well, that's true. It could be yeah. Italian. There's no question about it. Yeah, I just so basically the median income went up, but it didn't go up enough to cover the nine thousand they're being charged for their groceries and all the stuff they need. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. And actually it went down from twenty twenty one. What was it in twenty twenty one? Seventy six thousand. I don't know if I believe that. Boy, I don't remember seeing numbers like that. Yeah, um, those three numbers years ago. feel very, very high. They really do. They really do, yeah. No doubt about it. So I'll tell you one thing. If I find out it is $75,000 a year, 
I'm just going to quit this job and go drive a cab or something, man. If I can make 75 G's a year just driving people around and bitching at them in the backseat of my cab, it'd be wonderful. Oh, I want you to put the uh, video on if you do yep. become an Uber <laughs> yeah. Lyft driver. Double your salary by streaming it because I'd watch that. Yeah, there you go. What the hell do you want? Well, I'd like you to take me somewhere. You're on service, aren't you? Yeah, but what do you want anyway? Just start bitching at them. It'd be wonderful. I could see that for sure. Well, what do you mean? Here's what I, I can see. see that for sure. I'm extending out. Get yeah. out. Get oh, out of it. The can. number of oh. rides and fares that would just get stopped halfway in between their destination and just you're a candy ass, get out of my cab type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Worst Uber rating in the history of Sir, you've only taken me two blocks. I don't care. Get out of here, you honey. Get out of here. You know where I got that was living in New York all those years. Yep. First time I ever got in a cab in New York, I will never forget it. I'm going uh, in, into New York from LaGuardia. And, you know, they got the big badge on the on the dashboard, their mm -hmm. name and their qualification number and all the rest of it. So I hop in a cab, I'll drive it along. And I said, so Enrico, how you doing? He goes, what? I said, I just asked, how you doing? But he said, yeah, but you said, hey, Enrico, how you doing? I said, yeah, I saw it on the batch on the on the dashboard. He goes, familiarity breeds contempt. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm home. I'm in New York. This guy's being a prick for no reason. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the first cab I took in New York. Yeah, you get the immediately starts honking the horn, yelling, exactly. you know, F your mother to everybody that's cutting him off in traffic. Like it was the true New Yorker experience. I was like, this feels amazing. Yeah, see, that's wonderful. I, you know, that's one thing I've been very, very lucky in Bob, you two. I don't know how much you other guys, the three other people on the show have traveled, but, but to live in places like I've lived in Chicago and New York, I've lived, you know, Jacksonville, Florida, I've lived all over the place. People are very different. Oh yeah. Very different. Um, yeah, no, a thousand percent. I, um, when I was in New York, I was visiting, um, uh, a relative who has a driver and I was talking to the driver and he uses the horn all the time, constantly. Right. And I was right. sitting in the car with him and I was like, I was like, so how often you, you like, do you use the, he's like, yeah, if I want to merge, if I want to this and that I go, he's like, how often do you use the horn? And I was like, maybe once a year. And he's like, what he was it like blew his mind i was like in minnesota you literally use the horn if you're about to die <laughs> that's exactly. the only time True. i use that horn is like a oh god i'm gonna about to kill you or like please don't kill me and that's it <laughs> the thing is in my head like we don't use it too often but i also think if i use it too much like it's just gonna run out like it's got like a, a tank that i don't right. know about sure. like sure. an air horn and then when i if i use it too much i'm gonna need it and then it's just gonna be like nothing zero and then uh, and then i'm dead so you're the guy that's getting taken for his money because you got to refill the uh horn juice when you get yeah. your yeah. oil change horn, horn like, juice yeah. horn yeah. juice and uh headlight sperm? fluid okay oh okay what <laughs> what he said holy bucket that's what he said is it though is uh, it though 100 sister uh you so said i heard. gotta tell you guys i have to tell you this because i didn't realize the four of you all, and then there are other people that come on the show as well but by the time we were about 15 minutes late, I was pissed off at the world. I was extremely pissed off. Mm -hmm. And I get on with you four, and I'm in a great mood. That must mean I don't hate you. Well, actually, you were pissed off when you were with those three. But since I joined, I really <laughs> okay, since Bob, Bob jumped in. Okay, Bob. Well, that's why, you know, working together with your pals and all that stuff yeah. is a good thing. Because, 
boy, if I didn't like one of you, I would have just railed on your ass for three straight hours. It would have been wonderful. Well, I'm glad I'm glad I'm only on for 15 minutes. No, I said if I didn't like <laughs> Oh, okay. It's <laughs> very uh, big difference right there. AJ knows what I'm talking about. What? <laughs> oh, Christ. Here we go. What? Now I put him in a bad mood. Uh, hey, guys, I'm leaving soon. Have fun. Uh, yeah, Rivadergi, Italian prick. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. 76, <laughs> 76% Italian. Uh, all right, Sandy, we will talk to you. Hey, wait. Vikings play tonight against the Bears. Forget well, that's the, right. Uh, Monday Night Football. Forget the questionable on Justin Jefferson. Very unlikely he plays. They're going to give him the bye week oh. and then give it a run. So Bob, what do you think tonight, Bob? Tom, I, I tell you what, that Justin Jefferson, or excuse me, Justin Fields would be a concern to me because the guy can run, and like uh, yeah. it, it, he just can be disruptive. If he if he is on, it could be troublesome. They should I win. Understand. But again, it could be trouble. No question. AJ, you had a question. Yeah, I was going to say, Bob, you have a score prediction. Like, how how are you feeling? How confident are you that the Vikings can beat the Bears tonight? I think they'll win. I mean, I, I if I right, you want to score twenty four, uh, ten. Okay, because I th- I feel like against the Bears, a team that essentially wants to lose, you have to. This cannot be a one score game. You have to beat the brakes off them to an extent, you know. But the, see, that's I throw out that score knowing that Kevin O'Connell doesn't know how to have that killer instinct. They could put up twenty four in the first half, and then they're just going to let them creep yes. back into it. Yeah. 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 So twenty four ten. Who Bob Vikings? Well, I'll go with the Vikings. Okay. But again, I'm doing something that's so unlike what he does. Because look at his career with the Vikings. It's all one-score games. Well, let's spin the wheel. We'll start with Brittany. Who you got tonight, Brittany? Uh, oh, God. Well, I would assume the Vikings, since we're talking about the Bears not wanting to win. Like, that seems like a Good weird point. vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I already wrote Bob's down, so I was going to hold him accountable next week. Uh, I love it. Love I'm a little it. nervous to say scores because sometimes I say I'm wrong, so I'm just going to go double up 24 to 10. <laughs> double up 24 to 10. Okay. Devin, what do you got? Yeah, it definitely feels like a, you know, like Bob's saying, like a 24-10 type of, type of deal. Just to be different, I'm going to say it'll be 17-7. to 7, But uh, the Vikings should win this going away, which means we'll probably win by a last-second field goal or <laughs> or lose. Yeah. Or lose. Yeah. All right, AJ, you got the tiebreaker. Uh, Vikings probably like 28-13. So right straight across the board, four, four people in a row all picked the Vikings to win. And by not pretty by similar score. scores. Yeah. 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 Not by just one score. That's true. Huh. I hope you're right. Cause I, you know, I'll be staying up, you know, and uh, watching the game. So I'll be thinking of all four of you going, they have no idea what the hell I was talking about. I wrote yeah. them all down. So we oh, got, you got account- them? accountability Perfect. here. <laughs> all right. Sansevier, get away from me. See you later. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Bob Sansevier, ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sansevier sports. Is sponsored by Brad, Sean, Bryant, personal injury lawyers. What do you think of that action? We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. We'll have more, more news. Uh, is, it's Khadija Cooper, correct? Khadija, yeah. Khadija or Ja? Khadija. Khadija. Yep. Because it could be Khadija. I guess that's how I've been saying it. So well, she's, she's in right. studio. I believe that's how you say it. So. Well, it's, I mean, like I said. Half the people pronounce your name Kevin, so you know that's a little bit of a mess. Yeah, but I, I'm 99% sure it's Khadijah, but I won't. Yeah, you're probably right. Could be wrong. Khadijah Cooper will join us. We'll uh, take a break. Come right back. A little news, and Khadijah will join us right after that. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at tombernardshow.com. 
You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows and the original My Slippers, and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. Set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to OneKeyWest.com. That's OneKeyWest.com. This is Bob Sanders. And I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, everything Brittany's here, of course. Tevin's here, AJ, and Khadijah Cooper. Now, do you say Khadijah or Khadijah? It's Khadijah. You got it right the first time. I want to get it right. Where's Cece? Where's she? That is a really good question. I would love for my mom to be here, but she decided to go to Barbados. 
Well, I understand. I understand her her opinion. There's no question about it. Yeah. So she's so is she she's not going to be on the show. With no, you? yeah, I mean, she she comes back Friday. She has oh, okay, okay. guaranteed me that she will make it. I was like, okay, that for me that would um, induce a lot of anxiety if I was traveling internationally a day before a show. But um, if anyone can make it happen, it's my mom. So. <laughs> Well, I just did the same thing, Khadijah, and it didn't work out worth a damn, so I will tell you that. Okay, okay. You know, so my work might not. That's okay, I'll just do her time. I'll just do her time. I'll just do all her jokes. I understand. Uh, We're talking to Khadijah Cooper about a family affair comedy show December 2nd at Sisyphus Brewing. The show is keeping it in the family. Join us for a hilarious uh, night when Brother Jesse the Shrink and Johnny Pickles, not going to be honest with you, Khadijah, yeah, please. my daughter came home years ago and said, hey, by the way, I'm dating Jesse the Shrink and Johnny Pickles. I go, no, you're not. <laughs> Jesse the Shrink may be good. He's a real therapist. So that may be good really? for everybody. He's a real life therapist. You know how hard he'd have to work if he met me? You know what? I think he's up for the job. He's a great guy. He gets it. Okay. He gets okay. it. <laughs> and Johnny, Johnny Pickles. Johnny Pickles is like this fun, free-spirited, bearded, like little brother to Jesse that has such great energy. And when me and Jesse kind of like thought of this show, we were like, it's really unique to have people in your family that do comedy. It's not very common because usually when people come home and it's like, hey, mom, hey, dad, I want to do comedy. They're like, please don't. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Please don't do that. And... For us, it wasn't like that. So we were like, we got to get the family together. And then we also, I also invited Gabby OK. She is not related by blood, but she is my comedy sister. Um, I absolutely adore her. She's so funny, and I couldn't do a show without her. So, Well, it's nice to hear you love your friends. That's how it should be. You know, it's interesting because I was thinking, uh, and I'm not making a statement here that I'm entertaining in any way, shape, or form because I hate people going, you know, I'm actually very funny. I hate it when people say that. People say that all the time. I could say you're very funny, but don't say I'm very funny. That's not, wouldn't you agree? I do agree. I think like after comedy shows, people are inspired. They're funny around the water cooler at their job. They make their family laugh. And they always like, I thought about doing comedy. I want to do comedy. I'm always funny. And this is the thing I want to tell everybody. If you want to do comedy, it's one of those things that you can just start. You can just do it. You can just go to an open mic and start doing comedy. You don't need permission. You don't need to fill out an application. You just do it. So if anybody's like, I'm pretty funny. I think I can do comedy. Then just do it. You can really just start. What's interesting, is there a special, the reason I'm asking you this question is because I, I was just looking back after seeing that Cece, your mother, is a comedian as well. Mm-hmm. My mother and father were not funny in the damn least. Okay. Either one of them, right? Now, I'm not saying that I am, that's not, but I do have four brothers and two, well, one of my brothers is dead, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. three brothers and two sisters, and they're all very, very interesting, pretty much funny. A couple of them are nuts, but you know how that goes. Yeah, right? I, I think it's really funny because people are like, I am not funny, but I have funny stories and I have funny things around me. And like comedy takes many forms. And sometimes it's like you could be a storyteller and tell these funny stories about growing up or whatever. And people can relate to it. And it's funny. So like even if you don't think you're funny, Tom, your stories might be funny. They might be. I got a couple for the three people you're sitting in there with. So, you know, we get to those eventually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, because my mother and unfortunately, two people I want to mention, we've lost them both. 
but my mother's best friend was Louis Anderson. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. It's just bizarre. She, he, when we would go visit her, Louis would come to town, and I go, we'd go visit my mother. It was just nonstop. First time, not not one of not first time, one of the first times she ever met Louis. She's sitting there, and she was in a retirement home by then. Mm-hmm. But Louis adored her. She adored Louis. It was wonderful. So Louis and I sit down, and she goes, Louis. My mother had a very deep voice like this. She goes, Louis, you see that guy over there, three tables over? He goes, Yeah, yeah, I see him. Why? What about him? Goes, he's been trying to scramble my eggs. <laughs> Mom, Jesus, really? Okay, okay. I love it. Humor to the end. I love that. <laughs> Humor yeah. to the end. So yeah, I mean, I love the fact that CC. Uh, now, did did she perform when you were a little kid, or when did she start performing? Yeah, so I remember being eight years old um, at Pepito's. They did an open mic back in those oh, days. Oh, yes. I loved that place. Loved it. Um, and I remember yep. like being eight and watching my mom do comedy. And to an eight-year-old, when you see your mom on stage, you're like, is my mom famous? <laughs> Am I a celebrity's <laughs> child? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, it and yeah, so I got to grow up watching her do comedy. My mom and I had a cable access show um, when I was little. And then, like, yeah, it was called the Casey and Cece show. It was just us being funny. And I got to do uh, my first stand up comedy set when I was 13 on my mom's uh, friend's show. It was a cable access show, too. And then after that, I quit and took a long hiatus from comedy. And then didn't, yeah. So I started when I was 13 stopped and then I didn't get back into comedy till I was 35. So I've been watching my mom do comedy pretty much my whole life. And you spent that time helping the children, correct? Yeah, and I yeah, I think I've always wanted I always wanted to do comedy, but I think I was focused on being a mom and my career and you know, when my daughter was 14, it was a perfect opportunity for me to do comedy. She was sick of me and her <laughs> She was she was like, "Ugh, get out of here." I was, he was like, sick of me." I was like, "You're sick of me loving you too much." Okay, that's fine. That's me. But you know how those preteens and teenage years go. So it was a good opportunity for me to start doing comedy. Um, at 35, and the first time I hit the stage at Comedy Corner Underground, we call it CCU. I I think I blacked out, and it was so fun. It was like a high, and I right. haven't looked back since. Well, that's how it should. I'm, I'm really glad that you, you know, I wish CC were here and said, where's she, Barbados? Yes, she's in Barbados. Big shot. Big <laughs> shot. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Uh, since you grew up in the suburbs of Minneapolis, where did you grow up? If you yeah, don't mind. yeah no, I, I grew up um, in Crystal. I, you know, before Crystal, I was in Egan. So it was like a really, it was like a really great experience. My mom comes from New York and didn't want to raise me in New York. And, you know, there's a, there was a lot going on in the 80s at that time. And so she's like, Minnesota yeah. feels like a nice, calm place. But all my family on the East Coast is like, do you live by cows? They think it's just like, a <laughs> like they don't understand these big city folks as Midwest living, you know? They're like, what is a cheese curd? Like, they don't understand me. Right. But, um, yeah, and so I grew up... Um, born and raised here in Minnesota, and I love it. I mean, it's home, so I couldn't think of growing up anywhere else. No, same situation. As a matter of fact, I grew up in North Minneapolis, but when we used to come to your neighborhood when I was a kid, 
it's, I believe, if not the first, one of the first Target stores in the world was right there in Crystal. Yeah, that makes sense because Minnesota is like Fortune 500 company central. We have so many. Yep. So that makes now, a lot of sense. What did we call Target coming out of the north side up to Crystal to go to Target? What did we actually call it? Probably just the store. Like, no. No. We changed the name to Target, so Tarjay. it would sound even cooler. Yeah. Oh, you, were, you were one of those. Yeah. Okay. okay, fancy. Okay, fancy Tom. <laughs> I, you know, also, I just think, Tom, we're really breaking barriers. The white old guy from the north side and the black girl from the suburbs, I think we're really we're really changing perspectives. I, I don't think 27 is that old, though. Who's 27? Me. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, middle yeah. age, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, what I that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Like a young, well, spry, white guy like you from the north side and a black girl like me from the suburbs. It's like, look at us. It's how it should be. But that's how my life has always been. I love that. Bring, some people think the exact opposite of me, by the way, because I do, because if I'm talking to you, I'm not always going to be nice to you. If I get some jokes so I can, you know, rip on you a little bit, I will do it. And people hear it and go, well, you guys must be a racist. It's like, what? Tom, I have no idea. I think we just became best friends. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> okay, works I, for me. I think we just became BFFs. Well, this is where the world needs to go, Khadijah. It does. There's no question. I I, you probably learned that from your mother, too, right? That she treat, treated people well, and you watched her do it. I absolutely did. So growing yep. up, my mom also worked at General Mills, the headquarters, and it was... The it was so fun having her work there. I would go there and it would just feel like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Like there's cereal and snacks and they would <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, this is the best. And my mom, you know, very corporate, very you know, that is her professional life. And my mom always taught me, you treat the janitor just as well as you treat the CEO. And I seen her do that. I seen her do that with the folks who worked in the kitchen. I seen her do that with the folks who worked at the stores, um, inside the building. And, you know, my mom is from New York and she's brassy, but she has the sweetest (laughs) heart, the sweetest heart. She's scrappy and nice. She's like this beautiful intersection of a human that really taught me like just do the things you love because my mom is like this five foot black woman with dreads down to her waist she rides a motorcycle and loves country music and that is exactly who she is and she doesn't care she doesn't care she'll sing Iggy Peggy Heart anywhere at karaoke and like with full confidence and like what like what a privilege for me to grow up with someone that's like be you and I really that's really translated to me on the stage, you know, just be you. Cause I think sometimes yep. I'm like, Oh, are people going to relate to me? Or like our black crowds going to get it that I like grew up in the suburbs and date a lot of white guys. And like, are they going to like it? And my mom's like, who cares? Be you. I love And I'm like, you got it. <laughs> you got to bring your mother in next time. Cause you got to come I back. And you gotta bring your mother. I would love because- to. She sounds like my kind of person all the way. It's like, no, no, no. You be you. You don't care about, race, religion, skin color, any of that stuff. You know, I didn't want to hire Tevin, but, you know. Affirmative action. Right, exactly. <laughs> and quota. Yeah, check and check. And now you're getting me in before the end of the year. I love that. Yep. <laughs> you know, I love it. Check the boxes, whatever you got to do. Just check the box. No, actually, I've known Tevin since. How old were you when I met you? Like you were in your early um, 20s? Yeah, early 20s. Probably like 23, Cute. something like that. So, yeah. 
me up. He used to work uh, bringing comedians around. So he knows good comedy. So I'm assuming yeah. Tevin's the one that reached out to your family. Oh, no. She, who did you reach out to? Um, So Jesse got me in there contact with Tevin. Oh, Jesse yeah. just ring? Yep. Yep. Because yep. yeah, he, he was on, I believe, uh, Jeff Fozer did a yep. show last yeah, weekend. And so, yep. Yep. Jeff Fozer reached out to me and he was like, uh, there's this awesome show going down. And so I sent him the Tevin. Wonderful. Yeah. See, now look at the cooperation I get from Tevin. Yeah. And what's the honky woman's name? The honky woman is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll be back in my closet. Well, I, that's the one thing, like from working at the House of Comedy, that I loved is just the local, the local com- comedy scene here is so strong. And so anytime we get a chance to kind of promote yeah. and yeah. help yeah. out, uh, I love doing that because especially Sisyphus, you just think of it as a brewery and it has an amazing comedy room. Amazing, yeah. Way. yeah. And we need more of that. You know, I I was watching a lot of TV over the weekend, Khadija, because it was a long weekend, four day weekend, and I tried to stay away from it. I mean, I can I can last on CNN for about two minutes, then I can last on Fox for about two minutes, and then I got to find somewhere else that is trying to tell me the truth. Me too, Tom. Me too. It's not easy to find. You can't find it. Nobody's telling the truth anymore. No. It's all about making money, isn't it? It is. It is all about making money. And that's what I want to do this Saturday. No, (laughs) at my comedy show. So buy tickets. Ladies and gentlemen, let me mention this. Thank you for setting me up for that. December 2nd at Sisyphus Brewing. Tickets at sisyphusbrewing.com. The show is keeping it in the family. That's the the line that jumped out of me because my family and the people in that room with you and and everywhere in that building will tell you, my family means more to me than anything. Mm, I love love having a family. They're wonderful. Uh, You can join them for a hilarious night. When brothers Jesse the Shrink and Johnny Pickle start to show off with a bang, and mother and daughter Cece and Khadijah Cooper, it says Copper. Oh no! Oh, I can't yes, type. Yes. That's my bad. That's okay. It's Cooper. Oh, copper. doesn't it's check his work. Uh, I told you I didn't want to hire him. I'll take See? responsibility for that one. That was one of rush. <laughs> well, now maybe you're a policeman and you didn't even know it. <laughs> Who's a policeman? Khadijah. Khadijah oh, copper. copper, yeah, I get you. Oh, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> copper like the... The metal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. You guys all sleep in pretty late over the four-day holiday? Is that what's going on here? Yeah, we had some turkey this morning. A little mm. tired. Yeah. Did you really? No, I didn't have any turkey this morning. Although, I was telling Brittany, uh, like the day after Thanksgiving, I was shamefully eating just macaroni and cheese at 8.30 yeah. in the morning, because why not? Not shamefully. Yeah. That's what you're supposed uh, to so, do. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, what we got to do is we got to tee up another show with you and your mother. And, you know, if, if you want to bring Jesse and Johnny in sometime, because that show is, is this this Saturday, is that correct? Yeah, correct. it's on Saturday, yep. It's on Saturday. So, yeah, I, I just, I first of all, I love meeting new people anyway, but I, I really, really enjoy meeting someone who is very, I'm, you're, some of you say this is very, very bold for a person as young as you. What, what are you, like 19? Me? Yeah. 41. I just turned 41. That was yeah, you were real close. You were real close. Yeah, I just graduated oh. high school. I have a 19-year-old child. You have a 19-year-old? Mm-hmm. Boy or girl? Girl. Is she funny? She is so funny and See, doesn't I want it. anything to do with this. <laughs> well, not yet. It just, it really just disappoints. It just disappoints me she doesn't want to do comedy and throw her life away, you know? You know what you got to do, Khadija? This will work because this is what okay. my mother did. Yeah, okay, why don't you get a job as an over-the-road trucker? 
she'll be in that comedy scene before you know it. That's true, because she's not a very good driver. So <laughs> <laughs> is any 19-year-old a good driver? No, but she has confidence. So. That's the scariest combo. And that's it's, all teenagers I know now have this blind confidence. Like, I used to nanny, and I remember following this, my nanny girl, Brookie, she was like, 14 at the time in the wrong direction for like a mile because she was so confident and I was like that blind confidence is wild it is wild it is because like I talk about it on stage and like at this show I'm going to talk more about like my mom and my daughter than I do in like my regular um sets but it's so interesting because like me and my daughter were raised very differently the one thing we have in common is that we're both only children but like my mom raised me to be tough my mom raised me to be independent and it was just like a different time you know growing up in the 90s and the 80s and like my daughter by the age of six could like articulate every feeling down to like the letter like she had feelings charts like she understands herself she's like eloquent and like me i was like you don't even know what it was like for me growing up because the grandmother you have is not the mother that I had. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it always goes. No one ever believes us, right? Like, Nobody ever believes us. But like, no. if you need more evidence, so my daughter turned 19 and like needed a car. And I was like, I'm not buying you a car because I'm paying for school. And Ooh. I was like, you got to figure that out. So what did my mom do? My mom gave her her 2019 Ford Escape and bought a brand new car. Shut up. That's what my mom did. That's what my mom did. Yeah. Well, that's my parents were the same way. I remember getting, because I'm the oldest of three. So when I turned 16, it was like I got my great grandma's <laughs> hand-me-down car. My sister yeah. turned 16, and she I remember she called, or called her for her birthday, and she's like, Dad's trying to buy me this BMW, but I don't want the BMW. I want like this other. I'm like, but get the BMW yeah. and give it to me, cause yeah. like I got I, I got grandma's car and you're yeah. buying a BMW. I was like, my daughter's car has Bluetooth. I'm still driving my 2014 Dodge Caravan that I bought, cause I was like, I'm a mom now. Like I'm a volleyball mom. Like you know, and like she's driving this brand new like 2019. Yeah, you got your aux cord and everything, uh, and yeah, here she is, just yeah. connected like that. Don't I'm, like a yeah, team. I'm resentful. I did, I did slash her tires once out of. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm just that's kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, must have been the need to humble them. Yeah. Oh, you're I feeling cocky? Well. Okay, I'll put sugar in your gas tank. See how you navigate that. <laughs> now, let me show you the difference in generations here, because I got my driver's license at 22 years old because I couldn't afford a car before then anyway. So it would have been a total waste of time. Yeah. So you guys are driving. Oh, hey, I had to drive a beater at 16. Tough titty. Mm. But I didn't get anything. You, That's right. You grew up in the city, though. So I'm assuming you just kind of walked a lot of places where me growing oh, up in the country. It's, I'll make it, try to make it look better for it's you. It's 10 miles uphill both ways. I can't, yeah. just, I can't just walk there. Oh, my there. gosh. Yeah. We are breaking stereotypes, like, Tevin. Oh, my on. God. Come on, Tevin. Let's go. Who would have thought? <laughs> Yeah, who'd have thought? That's who'd a very, very good question. But now you got to come back more often, and you got to bring your mother in. But if, but if you want to pop in, do we have a spot? I mean, if, if she wants to bring Jesse and Johnny in, since since Cece's laying on the beach in Barbados. Yeah, we have yeah we have holes in the schedule, and if definitely if there's an eleven eleven o'clock hour for the family show. Any okay. day of the week, yeah. we yeah. have you guys yep. on then too. So I think it's a great we'll idea. Work. That's a great. I would idea. love that. We'll just text about it, and we'll like get it set up. So are you always in this good a mood? Yes, it is. 
Yeah, I am. <laughs> I love that. I am. I. It is. I great. can't help it. I'm just like I don't know. I love life and like I'm. I start my day with gratitude every day. And when you do that, how can you have a bad day, even if bad things happen? A wonderful thing to say, and I'm glad you said that because you know a lot of young people listening are going to go and well, maybe I should follow that advice. That's yeah. A great even like so yesterday i even posted something i am not a great pillar of parker and i do have this huge van <laughs> like I'll, I'll be honest like we're all friends now i'll be honest i'm not great at it but mm-hmm. i went downtown to breakfast and i was like i'm gonna have to parallel park i'm gonna have to pay a lot in this ramp so i was like i'll just parallel park i'll squeeze into it and like one i was doing better than i thought i was like oh holy crap i'm like really doing it and then like the universe was like here's a gift the person that was parked behind me literally got in their car as I was trying to like Mickey Mouse my way in and left. And I was like, what a small win. I am so grateful that I don't have to like hit somebody's car accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) my spatial reasoning, I don't think it's like that great. So like what a gift. And like, I just say that to be like, there is small things that happen throughout the day that people ignore that is like, what a win like that just made my day so much easier like my anxiety went down my shoulders were in this because i'm driving to look i'm like okay like i'm gonna get in this spot i'm gonna squeeze in here and then hope that the people around me can get out but i didn't have to worry about any of that everybody had space to get out so yeah just like find gratitude and like yeah i don't know i think it's really important okay this i'm gonna close with this because Brittany will be oh she is going to celebrate what i'm about to say Okay. All right. I'm ready. Catherine and I over the holiday drove a long way to visit some friends, right? Long way. So she was driving. And then uh, after a long time, she pulled up and said, once you drive for a while and, you know, so we can both rest up and all the rest of it. So I got behind the wheel, but two hours later, she goes, would you mind pulling over at the, uh, the uh, gas station right here? I said, yeah. She she goes, yeah, I got to pee, which was a lie, by the way. (laughs) So I would pull over. I got out of the car. She gets out of the car. She goes, gets behind the wheel, says, you're not driving anymore. She wouldn't let me drive anymore. <laughs> I was actually shocked she let you drive at all. At all. I never oh. heard her letting you drive ever. Because, Khadija, because I still have a little bit of the side in me, I do tend to honk my horn and scream at people a lot when I'm driving. If you okay. know what I mean. No, yeah, that was pretty clear. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> that was pretty clear, Tom. Um, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's fun having Tom as a passenger because he will become as irate or more angry than you as a driver. So, like, we almost got hit. I was uh, dropping him off at an appointment, and he almost got. We almost got hit. This car flew by us, and I was like, "Oh, the nerve!" And Tom is saying every swear in the book, and I was like. Yeah, like I need somebody on my side. Like I, I like the like the hype up. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll be re mad at this. Oh, and twenty minutes later, <laughs> yeah. can you believe that? I'm like, I cannot. Like it was, it was I the best. That. Oh my god, what support? We need yeah, to talk about why, that more. Yeah. We need anger support when it's we necessary. Do. Thank you. Yes. And I can't remember their names because they all start with an M and an F. But if you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was nice. So, but you did you did protect the other people because you never did pull over, so that was good. Yeah. 
Whoa, yeah. Brittany, get it up. Yeah, like, I, good job. He, he's making me sound way more excited. I'm the type that was like, well, I'm over it. And then he would get more excited about it. And so usually Whoa. I let things go pretty I quick. was just like complimenting your driving skills. So oh, I'm, thank I'm, you. Yeah, oh, you're well, Absolutely. Kept well, everybody was, safe. Everybody's here to talk about it. You know, I that's the one time. Not all heroes wear capes, so yeah. Sometimes oh, they geez. sometimes they have headphones and microphones. Yeah, is it time sometimes to go to break? Barely already? wearing pants. Yeah. What? You don't know what's going on down here. You have no. I have no shot. I got no shot. I, can, I really know. There's no question. I do know Khadija Cooper needs to come back in a family affair comedy show Saturday, December second. Sisyphus Brewing tickets at sisyphusbrewing.com. The show was keeping it in the family, which we like to see because Cece Cooper will be back in time for the show. So that's good. Yes, she will be. Right. Excellent. We'll come back. I loved having you in the studio. I really did. Oh my gosh, this was a blast. Thank you so much for having me. A great pleasure. We'll see you soon. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks a lot. We'll be take a break. Be right back right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it, at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced, or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant whatever it takes. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machines. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen. Just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. 
Acoustic Wave Therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque. Definitely take advantage of this limited time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to use promo code TOM so we get credit for sending you. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. 